And hello there, guys. Welcome back to Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jumbo here. And uh, this is our second week of doing this uh, Stay Tuned Sports Week in Review, or episode review, I guess if you want to say, where I, I take a couple of clips from last week's episode and kind of give you a uh, quick listen to uh, to it. And if you like it, then you can head back and listen to some of the episodes. So... Before I play the first clip, um, head over to Twitter, follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as myself at Jimbo ST Sports. Head over to Facebook, like and share our page there, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also on iTunes and Spotify, all those uh, wherever you listen to us, please click the, the follow button or the subscribe, whichever says it does. Um, that way. When a new episode comes, it automatically downloads and you're good to go. So, last week's episode, we talked a little bit about uh, the college football rankings uh, coming out and with Penn State losing and how that affected the, the outcome. So, here is the clip from last week of me talking about the college football playoff rankings being released. Now, this past Tuesday was the second uh, second week for the college football playoff rankings. And if you guys listened to the show last Thursday, I did pick LSU to upset Alabama. And it was a good game. Now, to, in case you guys didn't see it, LSU came in at number one. Ohio State came in at number, number two. Clemson moved up from, I believe they were fifth uh, last week, to number three. Georgia's number four. And then Alabama's number five. Penn State dropped, I believe, all the way down to like nine or ten or something like that. Like they're, yeah, they, they moved down to number nine. Um, now, to kind of recap what I said last week as far as Alabama with the LSU game. I was picking LSU to win, and I said if Penn State wins against Minnesota, there was a good chance Alabama would be on the outside looking in. Now, when I saw Penn State was upset it by Minnesota, who came in this week at number eight, and I'll get into that in a second here, but I thought for sure Alabama would be number four. But surprisingly, Georgia is number four. Now, I the only thing I could think of is, again, like I, I've been saying all year, Alabama really hasn't played anybody. Georgia most likely has more ranked opponents. Yes, they have the one loss to South Carolina, which is a big loss, I think. So, to me, this may be a 4A, 4B ranking type thing. Do I think Georgia speed number four? You know, for how much I 
shit on Alabama. I really actually do think they may have messed this one up. I think Alabama should be number four. Georgia should be number five. Ohio State, I'm okay with that at number two. But again, that should be a very close one-two there with LSU and Ohio State. Clemson, I mean, maybe they they should be even number five and have Bama three, Georgia four, or flip-flop those two. You know, Clemson, I really think... If it comes down to it for the last week, I think that North Carolina scare is gonna gonna come back and, and bite them in the ass. Especially if they're at four and Alabama's number five. The voters want Alabama in there some way. And they're still close enough to get back in there. Now I think I did see something that uh this is like the fourth time since since the playoff rankings came about that Alabama's on the outside looking in. Now I alluded to earlier about Minnesota being number eight. They were uh, they were ranked, I believe 17th last week. And they jumped to number eight after beating the number four team. That right there was the largest jump into the top ten since the college football playoffs started and the second biggest week-to-week jump in uh, college football history. The other two surprising teams that have people up in the arms a little bit is Baylor, who came in at number 13 and TCU, or I'm sorry, Baylor, because they they struggled to beat TCU uh, in three overtimes. Yes, they are the only unbeaten team, and maybe that weighs a little bit, but they should have handled TCU pretty easily, I think. Now, Minnesota, I think Utah was the other one that was uh, a little, little debatable amongst all of us fans. Penn State, like I said, they, they should be done. Uh, very slim chance. They're at number nine. But this top four, again, I think last week's four, even though we knew either LSU or Alabama was going to be out of the top four because they played each other, looked a lot nicer than this. I mean, right now, LSU will be playing Georgia if the playoffs ended today. Ohio State against Clemson. I think LSU would would handle Georgia pretty well. The Ohio State-Clemson game, I think, would be another uh, pushover, kind of, in a way, for Ohio State, because they're just playing so well. So we would have LSU versus Ohio State, which would be a good game, a good championship game, but I kind of want to see Ohio State versus Bama. And I'm hoping that the the committee doesn't want to do a LSU Alabama two for the champion or for the you know for the playoffs 
so they get back to the championship, and that's why Alabama makes it in the top four in the end. I hope it's legit. We get the top four teams that deserve to be in there. Not that should be in there. So it'll be interesting to see how the week three playoff rankings go as far as um, this week. Um, I also talked a little bit about the situation that happened with Chase Young, the Ohio State defensive player, being suspended and my issues with NCAA over the suspension. Um, Definitely has some implications for the team just because of how good of a player he is. And as you'll hear in the clip how I talked about me putting him up there with the, the Heisman candidacy and how will it affect the college football playoff rankings. So here is me talking about Chase Young being suspended by the NCAA. Speaking of Ohio State, came out last week that Chase Young would be suspended indefinitely after receiving a loan from a family friend. And this is a week after I was propping him up to be a Heisman candidate, Heisman winner because of how well he's been playing. Now, me personally... This is how messed up the situation is. I think he took a a loan from a, a family friend so he could buy tickets to the Rose Bowl last year for his girlfriend and her family. But he paid the loan back in full. So he never profited money, you know, off his name, off his likeness, all that stuff that, that is going away. And now he is being suspended two games after the NCAA did an investigation. And what they determined was being that Chase Young and, you know, came out, got in front of this, explained what happened, took full responsibility of the whole situation. Otherwise, he would have been looking at a four-game Suspension. So now, with him being on a two-game suspension, he'll be eligible to return against Penn State. I think that would have been big if Penn State won this past week, but unfortunately they didn't because that would have had playoff implications. So the next clip that I have for us is me talking about the NFL setting up the workout for Colin Kaepernick this past Saturday and you guys will have to tune in this Friday to listen to uh, my opinions about how all of this went down if you haven't seen how like what all happened and everything I will definitely di- dive into it and uh, someone will be, be putting on uh, being on, on blast but Here's the clip of me talking about the NFL setting up a workout for Colin Kaepernick in front of 
all 32 NFL teams. Break there, I was talking about uh, Colin Kaepernick being in the news. And this whole situation that is going to happen on Saturday just seems a little, a little fishy. Um, so it came out yesterday that the NFL informed all the NFL clubs that there will be a private workout held in Atlanta for Colin Kaepernick. It'll include, you know, on-field work plus interviews and things like that. Now, in the, the memo that was sent from the league, said earlier this year we discussed some possible steps with his representatives and they recently emphasized his level of preparation and that he's ready to work out for clubs and be interviewed by them. We have therefore arranged this opportunity for him to work out and for all clubs to have the opportunity to evaluate his current readiness and level of interest to resuming his NFL career. That's all fine and dandy, but why are you holding a workout three days after it is announced that he's he's going to have a workout on a Saturday, the day before the NFL plays games? Do they not understand how tough this is going to be for teams to actually show up and give Kaepernick a chance? Now, again, every time I talk about Kaepernick, I got to say it. Take all political um, aspects out of this whole situation. Is Colin Kaepernick better than half the quarterbacks in the league? Half of the starting quarterbacks. Let's start with that. I don't think so. I think he's maybe better than two or three of the starting quarterbacks. Let's not forget, he hasn't played in three years. He could train all he wants, all three years, five days a week, whatever he's been saying. But that's totally different than football practice and football games. Le'Veon Bell held out all last year, trained every day and, you know, five days a week and this and that. And he, he's been okay, but he hasn't been the Le'Veon Bell that was made in Pittsburgh. Football is a sport that you got to stay in the game to keep your game at, at a high level. Now, right before I came on to record, NFL did finally release um, some of the teams that will be attending. So far, I mean, the list didn't have all 32 teams, but I think there was like 10 or 12 uh, teams that are going to show up for the Colin Kaepernick workout. Um, I know the Lions were one. Surprisingly, the Bears were not on the list yet. I saw a rumor saying the Cowboys were one, but I didn't see them on there. Um, the Broncos were another one. And I think the Dolphins as well. But if he is willing to take it, because let's be honest, he's not going to get the 10, 15, 20 million, whatever he wants to 
wants to get, he's going to probably get veterans minimum, a one-year deal, and he has to accept the fact that he's going to be a backup for the rest of this year. Now, some of the teams, like I said, uh, the Lions and the Dolphins were on there. Cardinals, Falcons, Browns, Broncos, Patriots, Giants, Jets, Buccaneers, and the Redskins were the ones that have committed. I could see the Patriots sign them. You know, do they bring him in as a possible heir apparent to Tom Brady, who is a free agent at the end of this year? We've seen what Bill Belichick does. And to, to the other side story of this is the XFL. The XFL's commissioner, uh, Oliver Luck, actually brought up the idea to Vince McMahon about signing him as a PR stunt. You know, get a big name in there. And surprisingly, you know, with how Vince is with wrestling, he shot the idea down. And I'm not saying this because of it's Colin Kaepernick, but good for McMahon. Maybe, just maybe, he's actually taking this league seriously. He doesn't want no gimmicks when it comes to, to players like a Johnny Menzel or, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick. Like, he doesn't want to bring the circus to this league. To his league. Now, granted, there is another rumor also that they're, uh, McMahon and uh, Oliver Luck are already be uh, butting heads over different things within uh, the league. So, not too sure if McMahon is overthinking things, but uh, I'm glad he's actually looks to be taking this seriously with not wanting to bring the circus to town. Now, like I said, the, the this whole thing just smells weird with Kaepernick and the NFL. A couple of GMs even came out and said, you know, the, the logistics just aren't right. You know, you're holding a tryout Saturday when all the teams and the representatives are going to be away that weekend. Normally, the tryouts get set up on a Monday to give general managers, scouts, all the, the front office people a chance to, to figure out if they want to sign the player or not. So I'm, I mean, honestly, I just, I gotta say it, it, it just it sounds, smells, and looks like NFL is just putting this on just to say, hey, we tried. We tried to get you a job. This is your fault. And I don't know whose fault it is, but the way they're, the way, the way they're handling this tryout, it just does not look good to me for the league. So that's the clip about uh, Colin Kaepernick, and that will be all the clips I'll have for this little uh, review of last week's episode. Like I said, if you want to 
head back and listen to both episodes. Uh, the Friday show is the, the major sports one, and then the Saturday morning show is our combat sport, MMA. I talked a little bit about BKFC uh, with my predictions and stuff like that. So if you want to listen to them, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pandora. I mean, pretty much anywhere that you could uh, listen to any type of podcast. And you can always follow us on Twitter to find out when a new episode drops. Follow us at ST Sports Podcast, as well as my personal one at Jimbo ST Sports. Uh, head over to Facebook, like and share page there, as well as our YouTube channel. Um, I'm in the works of trying to get some live video for episodes and stuff like that. Uh, working out the king, so I'm hoping within the next couple weeks we could go live with that as well. So until Friday morning, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.